You're listening to The Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and A-Love. They're here to make you come on a journey with them as they indulge you in all of your naughtiest thoughts while navigating sex with nonchalance. And a whole lot of Crisco, of course. Welcome back to the Screw Podcast with Felicia Rose and motherfucking A-Love. I introduced you for you this time because that's how I feel right now. We haven't been around in a while, aside from that, you know, one episode where we talked to Dr. Dick Juice. (laughs) And uh, that's, you know what, let me just own it for the listeners. It's my bad, 200%. Aaron has been like, let's talk about sex, baby. And I'm like, but I just want to go to sleep. I've been working all day, you know. So um, I do apologize myself personally that I haven't been. Listen, time is money, and this podcast doesn't yield me a lot of money. I know, seriously. But it's a lot of fun. No matter how much I try to pimp myself on this motherfucking podcast. I'm just kidding. No, it is a lot of fun. I, I, I missed it, and I'm glad to be back to business talking with my best friend. Fuck yeah. Which, like, what did you just find the other day in your fucking... It was a picture you sent to me? Oh, yeah. It was my... Share with the class. My uh, college transcript or something, and, like, I had on the... The it's human like your syllabus, right? My, yeah, and it said it said nine five two thousand and seven. So I was like, Whoa. that was the class we took together the yeah. first time we met. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Psychology of human sexuality. I saw you like across the room, and you made who made the joke first? I can't remember who made the dirty. Somebody made a dirty joke, like interrupted class to make said dirty oh, joke. I mean, it really could have been either of us. I can't remember at this point. That's what's gonna. I feel happen. like we actually both had made a similar joke, and then like probably we, at the same time we were across the way from each other because we yeah. were in a circle formation it was like a night class i remember i kept trying to see if you were actually wearing panties because like your skirt was pretty short that's fair yeah i that's mean like, like back when i used to dress not for up any particular stuff. reason but i just like you know was like oh, i don't know this could be a either way thing she well, may know. or may not be wearing panties I probably was, <laughs> but I probably still left a snail trail on that seat. So, <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that's so cool though. It's nice to celebrate these these things because sometimes so you know life goes quick and you it forget does. to stop and be like, oh, it's been ten years since we've been friends. It's been it almost does. twenty years and like what the fuck? We moved to New York City a little over eleven years ago. Yep. And uh, Brooklyn Bond Batri and shit, you know, that was. It was funny because we really did, we we named our old vlog Brooklyn Bound Batri, mm, which was basically down. this show just you know well twelve years ago, <laughs> and then we we didn't actually have plans to move to Brooklyn, and then no. we did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. The move came after the name. Did it? I think so. Yeah, like because the there fuck? was that song we were listening to, wasn't it? What was it? No stop until Brooklyn or whatever, or no. Or was it that? No or, rest. Or was it that we were planning? Or maybe we were. <laughs> I don't know. Who gives a shit? Where's our archivist? What the hell? <laughs> I know. Honestly, I was thinking about that the other day. I was going through some old nudes videos, or like, uh-huh. uh, you know, pussy spreading, slapping stuff, <laughs> and uh, I was like, I had to put it all into this folder of like, check if usable. I, you know, I don't know what's a custom anymore, what's a fucking, uh, just something I filmed really quick and, like, only sent to one person, never uploaded any, you know, I, I don't know what's what. And I was, I was like, I need an archive. I need somebody right. to go through and archive uh, this archive pussy. It. Yeah, see? It's a long time, a <laughs> lot know, of mileage. Of, you know what I was remembering the other day? We were watching, like... Jersey Shore in your parents' basement. Oh, oh and, yeah. And you're like, you answered a text message or your phone went off and you're like, I'll be right back. Do you have a vitamin water bottle? Oh, yes. And I was like, for, uh-huh. for what? And you're like, well, I just, I gotta run this piss outside real quick. <laughs> 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 I was like, and you were like, this is how we funded this trip to New York City, motherfucker. I saved like $6,000 in six months. 
pissing in bottles. It's beautiful. Doing low-key sex work. You're I mean, I've always been a sex worker. You're solely responsible for my move to New York Absolutely. City. That's be- that's a beautiful thing. And you know what? That person also drove me multiple times to and from New York when I had to, like, bring stuff. Mm-hmm. And oh, they're awesome. still a nudes customer to this day. Shout out to them. Yeah. 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 I'll still keep it to this day. Yeah. They used to give me, like, a credit card to spend money uh, with. Fuck yeah. Uh, it was cool. It was were cool. The days. Those were the days. <laughs> I think one time. Never mind. I can't say that. Ah, <laughs> uh, the past doesn't go anywhere. Remember that time you let me house sit your house for like a weekend? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Where did I go? I don't remember. Me neither. Probably Vegas or something like that. Oh, I think it was the Vegas thing. Yeah. That's right. Oh. But yeah, I remember. I just remember feeling like free to let my pussy f- like f- just out just out like, yeah let it la- like just air, air it out, out. <laughs> air that bitch out sometimes you just honestly it can, it's a moist cavernous hole you know you need to air it out sometimes I, that's the nicest you've ever referred to it <laughs> what my slop hole <laughs> it, my point exactly yeah. listen i will say my kitty is pretty it's old it's beat up but it's it's like you can see you can see the history when you look at it. You're like, that's that pussy's been <laughs> it really through a tells lot. A story. But it still has that grip, and it's still fat. The enthusiasm of and youth. it still gets wet. So I, I don't funny. have any complaints. And you know what? When it doesn't anymore, I'm still not gonna have any complaints. I'll just get some fucking lubricant. Yeah. Slap it on. Keep that industrial dump it up, size. You know. Bottle of KY by the bed, or whatever. Yeah. No, Fuck no it. free advertising. I always, I feel like I'm always so nervous that my pussy's going to dry up. I, I've, I feel like I've heard that. Like, if and you, you know what? It, it's going to, and well, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to dry up. That's normal. Mm. This is a normal bodily function over time. Yeah, Unless I mean, at some point for my the dick will probably stop working as well. But it's a, it's different because our pussies dry up sooner than your y'all's cocks yeah, dry up. So it's this. <laughs> your cocks dry up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't want it to dry up. Well, when up. the sponge no longer receives the blood. I oh, I get, say. oh, I yeah. get what you're saying. <laughs> when they don't firm up anymore. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's like. You know, we have to go through that a lot. And there, there's not really a pill you could take to lube the tube, you know? Lube the tube. It is not a pill. Oh, you really should do marketing for these products, I'm telling you. I am a one-liner souffle, and that's it. There is nothing to me oh. aside from one-liners. <laughs> like, look look at all of our past podcast episode titles. <coughs> it's, it's the only gem of material throughout the entire episode, you know? <coughs> oh, my goodness. Are you okay? Yeah, but don't smoke like sm- once. They're I haven't disgusting. smoked one of those in a while. Yeah. Uh, Trying to take care of my health, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is this is on my 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 nest my uh, I mean, on my list next. You know what? They're lovely for the occasional party. I've decided, like as much as like. It was know. really cute at the at a show I worked recently. I had brought like a pack of bloods, thinking like, you know, either before or like after I go out. But I was main event, so there wasn't an after. Mm-hmm. I went out until after the show. Right, right, right. So I was like, all right, well, well, whatever. So I, I get a bunch of people in the hallway after because we're allowed to smoke there and we're smoking. And like I start to like light multiple blunts and just pass them out and see like uh-huh. where they land because it's kind of like a fun social experience. Yeah, yeah, totally. And everybody all of a sudden was just like, <gasps> like just talking and Very talking and talking. Yeah. And I was like, that must have been wow. a good so, fucking sativa, And of yeah. course, like, I, it was, I think it was the blunts. I don't know. Mm. But I sat back and just kind of watched it happen. It was really fun. Because it doesn't affect me the same, usually. I think they end up, like, having a somewhat more social feel to them for whatever reason. Probably because they're bigger. So That's they're true. And, and joint, they, I feel like joints are a conversation a stopper. Because yeah. joints, you're constantly like, can I have the lighter? I gotta relight it. I gotta relight it. Yeah, or it's gonna go out. Or, you know, it's or... like blunts you can hold in your hand and it's like your little microphone while you're talking, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why I love them so much. I remember when people <laughs> would say I that. always need a microphone. Is that a mic or are you gonna pass that shit? I, I think I used to say that. <laughs> that's too funny. So what have you been up to? Give um, me the dish. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, um, what have I? I mean... I've been up to, like, converting NQO Studios into a recordable, like, 
decent sounding thing. It and... sounds beautiful in here. Mm. It sounds pretty damn good. It's fucking I have to great. Say. You did a great job, honestly. Thank you. I haven't been around for any of it. You deserve all of the props. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'm part owner here, and I don't. I just kind of show up here and there uh, lately. Not always. No, no, no. I mean, they, you know, everybody does what they can when they can. I'm just in a position right now to be doing a, a lot more of it, you know. Uh, so, you know, I, I think, you know, one's doing that. One's trying to be outside whenever possible, trying to, like see what the fuck is going on with the world like new york seems to be back in in full fucking swing and all that and you know i like hear the delta virus and then i stop hearing about it altogether right. <laughs> there seems That's to be true. some strange control of like the narrative i mean not strange we talk about that shit all the time but like it's always surprising to see the the power thing in motion it wants people back in work it wants you to stop talking about COVID, people stop talking about it. I see if I record in here, I will still have sirens in the back of my porn. Uh, Yeah. But not as much because you don't live next to a fire station like I do. No, it's true. I mean, I think the thing, yeah, 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 no, but I... No, it's fucking New York, though. It's New York City, you know, until I get a completely padded room, which, you know... (laughs) I was was filming the other day in my apartment, because I've been filming a lot more because my Mm -hmm. roommates are actually back at work. Right. And I was filming a costume, I think, and I think I still actually have it, um... By like a minute thirty, it was a five minute custom. I usually do it six, mm. and by a minute thirty, I'm like juicing up. I'm gearing up for like the good storyline shit. And all of a sudden, it was like honk honk, and I was like, all right, I can get past that. I didn't notice it. My my face didn't skip a beat. And then all of a sudden, I was like honk honk, and some guy screaming out the window. Nice. He was like Ricky, and I was like <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I broke. I broke. I've. I always. I always get myself right through it. I don't. Uh, because unless it's really dissonant, I I can right, get right. through whatever the background sound is uh-huh. because it's like I'm busy fucking getting off right now. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and I could I started fucking laughing so <laughs> I had to re-record the whole thing. I was because it was just like Ricky! I was like Jesus Christ! Oh my gosh! Oh, I I God, screamed out the window the other day. I'm trying to record porn in here. Right. And <laughs> I don't know if the person down below heard me, but like I'm up on the fourth floor. I can still hear fucking. Everything. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, I'm on the sixth floor, but I mean that shit. Yeah, it doesn't mean are, shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm kind of. I mean, you're. I'm kind of on a busy avenue rather than a side street. I think that that's part of it too. Like, you, you know, there's only so many routes to go every which way in this neighborhood. Yeah, it's still pretty quiet though. It is. My it neighborhood is, is every there, two seconds. Yeah, I'm going to fucking dox in my own address. The next street over. Oh my god! Don't say it. <laughs> street over is even quieter by like a huge degree it's that's so true. bizarre that but then true. you get loud again so you know yeah you're sandwiched between loud, like busy streets <laughs> loud, exactly. loud streets that's not like a streets. fucking old lady exactly i'm i'm just happy the train noise that you can like definitely hear the next street up it, like doesn't make it over here that's yeah that's true yeah. that would be very it's, annoying it's it's tough sometimes but you know yeah so i mean like the city is hopping, but, like, you know, the word on the ground is, you know, the jobs aren't there, and a lot of the yeah. narrative seems to be being controlled by this great resignation, and I find that, like, a strange narrative, because, you know, at least the, the, uh, what do you call it, <laughs> the, the word on the street, the conversations with people is, that's not it, like, people... You know the consensus. The consensus, thank you, is 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 that like that's that's it's it's a lot tougher than people think right now. What you getting know? jobs? Yeah. Oh, it's fucking and, horrible. And I think it's it's strange because you know I look every day. There's lots of jobs listed. You know of of very different things, but like. Uh, a lot of the systems seem to have an algorithm that either, like, passes you or doesn't pass you through, like, the hoops of the next level, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that that's, you know, all these obstacles that continue to put up. And right. then it sounds like the news narrative is, oh, you know, we've all resigned. Well, of course people don't want to be treated like shit right. at office jobs. Like, there's an inhumanity that happens when you become a employee number and a sign-in <laughs> rather than, like, an individual, right. like... Well, and it's why most people are taking to working for themselves and yeah. good for good on them. It It's hurt the other sex workers I know in that way that now, like, the, you know, the, um... What's the word I'm looking for? 
there's just like a high concentration now of mm-hmm. sex workers that have had to turn to weren't doing it before just doing it like sex worker light like sure. they were just on the on the weekends doing their OnlyFans or whatever but now there's just such a fucking influx and good good on everybody I would never sure. talk shit of course but it's also hurt my pocket because there's a yeah. huge decrease in well and I, then also people not having jobs anymore they right. can't they're like I'm sorry I have to you know I can't I can't re-subscribe next month sure. renew next month and I'm like it's bad because my subscription's five bucks. You know, well, like so, we're talking, so, we're talking so, a cup of coffee, and a lot of people can't do it right now. And I get right. it. Like, you know, I would never shame anybody because I fucking can't. I had to unsubscribe from some people I was following on OnlyFans. You know, and it's just like, I I get it, and it's tough. And but it's just like this big, it, every it's like this big domino effect. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think I think what you know capitalism or the powers that be are going to have to figure out at some point is if you push more people into the gig economy into the like working for yourself without any benefits any health insurance any you know other really perks any vacation time and anything like that then you're gonna have to give a a little on the like basic human rights like level (laughs) you're gonna have to guarantee some housing for some people you're gonna have to make it worth it to like self-hustle because there's no other choice and say well you know there's all this other things happening and approved outside just become a Lyft driver (laughs) you know and it's like yeah but that doesn't solve like you know it it, it creates a new stress and however freeing it may be not to work for some of these organizations the meager benefits that they do supply do allow you to like not have to work around the clock right and I think that that's kind of the biggest problem with the consulting gig 1099 world is you unless you're really good at organizing your own time and expectation kind of gets set in these things that like you're available all the time right (laughs) which i like on one level it's very freeing but in another if you're not really strict with like how you manage your own time you're literally responding to things like i found myself the other day realizing i hadn't taken not not just a day Mm -hmm. like a like a couple hours in succession off Mm. I hadn't literally given myself a rest for my phone which gives me migraine mind you for fucking like a week and a half or some shit because I was like fuck because I did take a couple days off to help like get all this stuff Mm -hmm. together for something and it just it was a lot of like physical labor stuff so that set me back by like three days and three days in that world Right. It's like two weeks time, you know, it, it truly fucked me up. So then I'm like working, working, working. I'm like, wow, it's been a week and a half since I gave myself a fucking minute. Like aside right. from literally in the shower or when I was sleeping, which was rare. Right. I was so- waking up at 4 a.m. to work and getting to bed by like 10 p.m. And then waking up at midnight, you know, yeah. like it was just like, oh, so, this is not healthy. So, so what's interesting <laughs> to me is I see in this is like what's happening and what's happened is in some ways capital has now entirely skipping the organization of which it used you know used to utilize it can enslave us directly to it right by saying these are what goods and services cost we're not going to guarantee you a job anymore but you know here's all these ways of which you know you personally could work independently and hustle right right and you know so Sure, if you're savvy enough, there's lots of opportunities to independent work and independent hustle. Um, But then, you know, you're literally enslaved. You can make more, you can make less. It's really how you set your your gauge, your thermometer. And I think that 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 is some sticky territory because then you, you really are talking like it's it's like this free for all with no like commitment to any particular thing and then like yeah. i worry worry that like you know because capital is always trying to shrink the government that the government's not necessarily supplying you know the the, the same kind of jobs it used to you know and like they're a big employer in this country mm-hmm. people don't realize that whether it's through the military or through government agencies mm-hmm. those agencies shrink those workers don't have a job now <laughs> you know like right. and that connection to all this is like really how capitalism is eating and taking the jobs and saying well you know we can 
automated that. We can do this. We don't need as many people in our retail stores or right, shopping marts right. anymore. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, what are you going to do with those? What are those people supposed to do when you are in a like very still um, production based economy, like gadgets and electronics and whatever, and you want, want, and some companies rely on those, you know, for existence. I mean, look at Apple's record, always record profits in the trillion dollar range. You know, that company has made a lot of money off of consumers. What do they do when there's less people available to financially consume their product? You know, I think they need to figure out different ways to organize labor if, 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 you know, corporations are going to abandon the idea of the worker model. (laughs) You know? It's like, well, but what are we going to do? The whole reason, you know, you bamboozled people into this in the first place was you said, well, we're going to pay you to do things. You don't need to own it yourself. Like, we'll pay you for whatever your skill is. (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, I think what i what i do like what i think is happening is i think people are socializing more and you know hopefully not to any negative epidemic like <laughs> proportions where like you know they're dis- you know spreading more of like covid or anything like that but you know i i do see people doing more things with one another i think you know and being more social and restaurants are fuller again and yeah. like i said i hope it's that's a good thing, you know, I don't... I know, it's hard, because there's <laughs> that, you know, half of me is like, well, that might not be safe, like, when I see, like, right. big gatherings or something. Right, 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 right. But then I'm also like, oh, humans are finally interacting, and, like, there might be less suicides because of it, you know? Like, it's, uh, it's, uh, I don't know, it's it's tough, because it's like, one is, one is a physical health issue, and one is a mental health issue, and you kind of, like, it becomes a snowball effect, so... I think, like, hopefully more people just get vaccinated and just Absolutely. take care of what they need to, to or, or if they don't, and, you know, whatever you do is whatever you do, but if you don't, at least, you know, keep keep honest in the spaces, and then, right. you know, you can socialize with your mask on and six exactly. feet apart and all that shit. It just, I hope people are doing what they need to do to yeah. feel healthy in all of the ways and and stay yeah. healthy. And, and unfortunately, stay, like, healthy. you know, I'm a big public health person in the sense that like I want people to know and like feel informed about you know as many health conditions as possible because that helps you actually not get bamboozled by capitalism in many ways you know you have to understand you know what you have available to you how you can access it and if you don't what kind of alternative like backup plans can you have you know honestly sometimes the answer has been buy a plane ticket to another country that has some sort of higher level of socialized medicine and go get that fixed (laughs) and you know people are like you know and it's like when some of these things you look at prices it's they're yeah. much cheaper alternatives especially if you don't have an insurance option so yeah, i need to get my bbl soon what's your bbl my brazilian butt lift <laughs> it's like oh my god if somebody would what's just give brazilian? me money to put like fucking some filler in my lips and take away my forehead lines and then eventually get a brazilian butt lift oh my god what's a brazilian butt lift it's like they just like lift your ass and they give you hips and they make your waist tiny in the process. Uh, I want to tell you, you're absolutely beautiful. You don't have to think about those things. Thank you, but I don't care. I still want a big. <laughs> I just want, honestly, like, I wouldn't even probably do much because of my shape, but like, I just feel like if I filled out the little part where like my my little side Gigi thing, I don't know what they're called, but my little side roll, <laughs> if it went into a hip instead of into like a flat thigh okay I, I would that that would be a beautiful thing with a little, a little butt poomph you know <laughs> listen i haven't spent any money on my looks yeah i, no. better, I like just fucking started to invest in like some nice face creams and stuff no, you know I, I totally totally absolutely especially because like, like if you think about it i always had when i lived with my mom growing up or whatever like she always ugh, I don't know she took care of our hair and like right. she always had the best yeah. face creams and this sure. and so like once I started and then and then I had money and my mom was still like close enough to like sure. help me out here and there and here's some nice shampoo now I'm like 
fucking broke as shit. Right. And I'm like, okay, well, either I get some retinol for my fucking lines in my face or I eat, you know? So it's like one of those things. That yeah, like, no, I totally get I it. I don't know. I just feel like I, I didn't spend enough money for for too long and now my age is catching up to like my looks and it's just annoying yeah, for me. I just, I just don't feel confident. It's not I it's you. not that, that I'm trying to hit a beauty standard. No, no, it's no, just no, my no. own I totally, confidence is kind I of I totally understand. You know, we we want to feel and look a certain way and like I think, you know, I I I as I get older and older, you know, the lines and like wrinkles get like more and more around my eyes and whatever and I I look at it and I'm like, I, you know, I can see that sexiness. I've I've always liked daddies and thought there's some yeah. Like, some see, like men yeah. men age and they become daddy. Women age and they become mommy until like thirty five, and then they're useless to like society standards. And it's fucking annoying. We need to change that. Yeah, shit. absolutely. I mean, and, and it's not real because when you actually go out in the in the world and talk to everyday people, uh, like and flirt with them, like most people have like every like slew of interest and taste in people and attractiveness is right. very very and skin has subjective. texture and, exactly you know. and like it the fucking warmth or the smell or scent of a person all of these things factor in and like uh, I'll just attraction. say this though fuck you because for my entire friendship with you which has been however many goddamn years <laughs> I have always had to fucking yield the question, wait, he's really that much older than you? <laughs> or he's really that age? Aww. I don't want to say that old, but, like, you know, it, it's mm. truly always been, really? What? I would have never guess anything older than a few years of, older than you. And yeah. I'm just like, I'm shocked that, myself you know? most times. Not because, like, I mean, I remember, like, my grandfather saying this to me once. He's like, I don't, you know, I'm 86 years old. I I could be 17. I'm 17 in my head still. The voice I hear in my head is still 17. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucking awesome. You know, like, I kind of can relate to that in the sense that, like, it is always shocking when, like, you're like, I, I've i been around that long. And, like, you know, memory becomes relative to whatever your, like, period you are in your life. That's right? True. Like, yeah. things eventually have to become, like, filed history. Right? <laughs> like... There is only so much space. Not right. saying that you can't remember things, but you don't live like your past in the same way that like your more yeah, recent. Yeah, you're you're cringing about your recent awkward shit. <laughs> right, exactly. Now I'll still cringe about something I did when I was nineteen. Well, but it's sure. like one thing. It's not like the whole week of things I did that were cringe. You know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like I've tried to like, you know, like my biggest thing has been like how do I liberate my mind? How do I liberate my mind from, like, all the constraints of, like, the way the world is, the status quo, the expectations, the, like, you know, a, a system not really based on any nice morality. It's just, you know, pay for things and die. You know? It's not, like, it's not legitimately, like, the most upbeat existence plan that they have, right? You know? Like, people don't get to explore the world the way they should. You know, people don't get to interact and spend time with one another the way they should, right. you know, and that's unfortunate. That seems like when people are together and and they share some common threads, there's always a warmth and in a, a sense of God. I wish I could do this more, right. <laughs> you know. When you're <coughs> in either like forced work interactions and parties or like awkward family blood family fucking picnics and shit like that like, <laughs> it's like nah I, I, I could be good not doing this again actually right, <laughs> like, right. I'm all set you invited racist uncle uncle Rick uncle? Larry <laughs> uncle, uncle Larry again what the fuck you know I think well, it's, that, yeah that's it's funny because yeah I just stopped doing those right. things. If Aunt Flo asked me again one time, one more time, when I'm gonna fucking marry a nice young lady, yeah, have <laughs> and you're like, bitch, I have told you I'm a queer ass faggot five hundred <laughs> times already. Stop. Are you trying to provoke me? And she's like ninety years old, you know. <laughs> like, right, right. <laughs> and like everybody's, oh, she's just an old lady. Fuck you. She's a bitch. <laughs> like, yeah, that is I'm, some I'm mean sorry. ass shit. That old lady. Should 
that don't fly anymore because mm. the problem is that, yes. They all watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Get the fuck out of here. Like, listen, they're the most, unless they're truly, like, secluded from the entire world, they're the most observant. They know exactly how they should and shouldn't fucking act and, like, right, fuck exactly. off with that shit, you know? Exactly. I've been, like, you know, I was, like, telling a friend the other day, like, I think the biggest thing... You know, like when 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 people hang out here at NQO Studios, if you will, like there's always this great affinity of like we're all what like the system would call kind of deviant natured beings, sexuality, like you know, definitely not really interested in what the status quo like world yeah. has to offer. It's not pretty it's no boring. judgment zone, <laughs> right? And like I think I'm like damn, you know, like, that's some cool-ass ways to be connected. But, like, we also have to figure out, like, the way for that to, like, not be such a thing and people, like, struggle with so much shame and clog of, like, you know, thought, you know, the this, this struggle of, like, I am not like, complete until I'm, like, making dough and, like, <laughs> you know, collecting True. things. It's not... Like, it really takes... It dehumanizes us. Yeah, I mean, I won't I won't even lie. I put a huge amount of my own worth on how many people are following me at all mm-hmm. times. And it's become a thing of, like, I need to sh- stop. I need, like, it can't be that. I understand that, like, yes, I work on the internet. And so follower count equals potential right. customer equals sure. potential money. But at the same time, there is a pl- there's a swath of people that have no interest in that... And they're just there to fall. Like, I have to remember, like, my my small, humble numbers are still numbers. And right. they're still people that are interested in listening to me. Yeah. Or, or you know, people say, like, you, they're like, you inspire me. And I'm like, why? Like, when I go back in my brain for the week when I'm doing, like, a little rundown of how did I do, I need to remember those messages right. and not... Oh, I, I lost 13 followers. Like, mm. fuck off. Who gives a shit? You know, and it's it's off. It's so easy to forget what truly matters sometimes because yeah. we're in a world of numbers and likes and yeah. viral and all this shit. And sometimes it's just about living your fucking yeah. honesty and your truth mm. and not about worrying about pandering and clickbait and sure. all that bullshit, you know, and it's, it's sometimes tough to remember. It I mean, it's, 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 like, stuff that I think about all the time when I'm, like, uh, you know, we should be, like, up, you know, doing things to up our stream numbers or da 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 you know, like, because, you know, these things now are attached to, you know, there's one level of it where, like, I want to have a truthful voice. I, like, I don't want to pander to what is popular. I want to pander to what's real. Right. <laughs> Hey, everybody, you're listening to The Screw Podcast, and we just wanted to wish everyone a happy Trans Awareness Week. Happy Trans Awareness Week, everyone. Uh, November 13th through the 19th. Is that good? Because that's the world I've created around myself. And unfortunately, what it looks like right now in the world is that first you have to pander to the popular to get the eyes. And then you're allowed to say and do all the things you want to do. True. As long as, you know, once in a while you remind people why they start to follow you to begin with, which is that popular pander shit. And it's sure. frustrating. It's a yeah. frustrating kind of equation because, like, like recently I just stopped caring about what I put online, what time, the algorithm, all that shit. And because of it, I have seen a, a decrease in, in followers and all this stuff. Sure. And that's... It's okay. You yeah. know, it's okay to not worry about but then when you're running a business it's not okay so it's a fine line of and you need to be yourself and be honest but you also still have to get the actual attention and i think when people are talking about like transparency and like you know um visibility and like authenticity and what they're doing and like um you know i think somewhere it's got to be like i'm not here for a good time or a bad time it's a real fucking time right because like if you are not having the honest conversations about what you need and where you're at then like the kind of things that you're participating with like are not going to establish like a level of trust with you where like they understand like you know these like ideas of of growing like 
queer work and queer economy um, for survival, <laughs> not for opportunistic. Like, just fucking people without fucking jobs, without resources, without access. And, like, you know, it, there's nothing that is, like, directly working to fix that in, in the sense of, like, you know, starting in, like, communities of who, who they're with and figuring out well how are we going to survive this you know (laughs) like we've been talking for a while like these things restrict people get laid off and like you know we think of it in the abstract or we hear it in a news tagline but like when it's happening to everybody you know and you're trying to process like (laughs) what is going on how do we survive this in the sense that like we're probably not going to be as comfortable in many ways as our parents were maybe or our grandparents and those of us who have like already like experienced systemic generational like poverty from like already like you know restriction to access are are gonna find themselves even like more like tent city bound than like before and I think we are seeing that in this country. Nobody wants to report about it. <laughs> but, like, you know, when you periodically hear of, you know, the, the mayor or whoever just, um, you know, did a raid and vacated a tent city of homeless people, you're just kind of like, well, like, where did they go? What did you do with them? Like, you know, now they're what? Like, scared or in jail? And in some cases, they are in jail. They've, like, right. arrest them, like, for what? being poor (laughs) like we we are on that trajectory and we can see it when like more often than not you have friends that are now unemployed (laughs) like or are self-employed on some level or they're really desperately trying to hustle something or another and there's all like you said there's only some like markets get flooded with people even the gig economy market which it just is that's what it is you know like you're gonna find yourself like that's what happened with like you know the whole fucking new driver services app programs like you know you all of a sudden find like regular taxi cab drivers having to like switch those things and then realize they're definitely no longer making the money that was promised because this offer has gone out to like the whole force that is already experiencing a hit because you already introduced this like thing to the you know where they've been drivers (laughs) and it's like or it's the erosion of like like one thing taking over another thing (laughs) you know fuck that let that market altogether well, and like pay yeah, people seeing, to be city public taxi we're drivers. Seeing essentially, the equivalent of like Walmart moving into a small mm-hmm. town and mm-hmm. taking away all, all of the small, like all the stores, the warehouses. Uh, yeah, yeah, the warehouses. Warehouses. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. I meant. <laughs> they level your town center and put up a, 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 a no, warehouse. No, I meant. <laughs> oh my god, I meant like little mom and pop, like uh, like who, stores. Who sells tools. Who sells <laughs> hardware? Hardware store. Warehouse. <laughs> or like nurseries. I right? meant to say warehouses. I mean, yeah. hardware store. There's right? like so many Home Depots in a like mile and a half radius to here. Shop I'm local, like, shop small. Fuck? fuck that shit. But yeah, it's the same thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It's like, there's, yeah, there's still like black limo services right. that are around town, but like. So I mean, the I've seen five customers has been using it. Like, the digression it. is like was around, you know just like look like you know if if we don't all figure out how to band together and like get paid together, you know and like be very strategic, you know and then everybody is kind of like on their own island trying to survive. And, like, that is a de-evolution of, like, connectedness and people, like, you know, I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying group employment was all that exciting, you know, but, like, certainly we should be able to, like, create economies, like, of our own, especially with, like, you know, capitalism and its own rules. Well, fuck you, okay. You know? (laughs) But, like, if you band together on a larger level, you are actually creating, like, a a seat at the table through economic power. Welcome to Political Sociology 101 (laughs) here at The Screw. Well, we're back in full force. That's good. (laughs) Yeah, we've officially gotten to all of the topics. I was going to tie this into sex, and here's how. So... 
you know, the, the liberation of the mind thing has been on my thing because, like, this is an exercise that you can do no matter, like, how broke-ass broke you are or rich-ass broke you are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, like, the society puts a lot of pressures and most of them are lies that, like, you don't even, like, begin to have access to and that's unfortunate. That's true. You know, and, like you know, don't want to be that kind of media thing. Like, I ain't promising much, but I am promising I ain't trying to delude anybody, you know? Like, we we are very much in, like, a time where, like, we have to be honest about um, how much power we do have to change the things that I do think are bringing a lot more discontent. I think a lot of people are struggling with a lot of anxieties about COVID, anxieties about work and money and, and, and future and, like, any kind of illusion of, like, retirement. You know, we're going to be driving lift cabs in our 90s and see how they feel. Oh, no, that'll be replaced by the automated driver. Yeah, well, there's not going to be jobs <laughs> in the 90s. Are you kidding me? Uh, anyhow. I'm still going to have OnlyFans in my 90s. But, like, part of that is, like, this whole thing with sex, right? Like, you know, we... we we have a lot of shame around sex and like because we're sexual beings we are constantly engaged in some sort of like moral quandary thing involving you know either our sexual appetites lack thereof or whatever True. you know and like that is is a is a strange thing that we don't talk about. <laughs> you're a freak if you like sex too much, and you're a freak if, if you, you don't like right. it enough. <laughs> right. What? And it's like, what is the happy medium here? And like, you know, people are still trying to play this Madonna horror narrative, and you know, it's not real. So like, let's get down to like the nitty gritty. Like, shame is an inhibitor of like good sexual health, and like, I think. There, you know, there's a lot of things that, like, I want to make sure, like, we remember to, like, talk about and shit, like, about, that I love about sex and love talking about, like, getting people to enjoy better sex, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, like, we always talk, like, telling the truth is, like, a great way to, like, establish a really good, like, sexual, like, interaction. Yeah, who knows if that person wants to let you lick their asshole the way exactly. you want. Exactly, you know, and, like, you have to be with a partner that you can feel that you can establish, like, that kind of level of, like, honesty with. Otherwise, like, what are you doing? Maybe Even like, if it's a one-time partner, you exactly, still need to absolutely. have an open line of communication. Well said, always. yeah. You know, and I think, like, I'm enjoying, like, the the kind of, like, comfort of feeling more, like, liberated to, like state my needs and my desires in a way to, like, my partners that, like, leave no room for interpretation. (laughs) You know, like, it's like... I I want it this way with my leg here. I mean, no, I mean, I don't... My arm here. I want my hair pulled to the left. (laughs) A spank on the right. (coughs) I didn't... Two toes up the hoot. I didn't necessarily mean positioning, but, like, you know, I have fun, too. But, like, just, like, in general, like, what is the energy that you crave? And can you establish, you know, like, an enjoyable, long-lasting element of that with your partner you know and I think a lot of that is about feeling shame free to either like say well this is what it is or this is what it's evolved to or you know I have an interest outside of this you know sexual situation even though I still enjoy this you know and like you know I think it kills a lot of really good uh, relationships sometimes. Like, you know, that, like, you know, for everything else, things were good. But, like, I do often think that, like, sexual desire ends up, like, impeding, like, people's, like, stab at monogamy or, like, close relationships. And I really, you know, I think we should think about that and examine that more, you know, in general. You know, like, not that I'm saying... I think monogamy is great. I actually most of the time think I could probably do monogamy better than most people because, again, that's something that I think has high success with a level of honesty. Yeah. If you're going to do this, then what are we doing when our desires come up? How are we handling that? Is that a role play? Is that, like... Right. Is that, you know... Mutually watch the porn together. Exactly. Exactly. Do we mutually whatever? Right, and I think I think that's okay too if that's what you both want. You know, we go from a lot of like outside in pressures around sex and sexual desire and intimacy, and I like, you know, 
we do live under a very rough system of work and like tiredness and all these other things like that kind of take away from our playtime and I think like you know if we're not able to at least find partners that we can be like honest and connected with on that level you know and not feel you know used by or any of those things that like again they tarnish the idea of you know good and healthy sexuality like let's get to the point where like we can at least say hey I want to be honest with you and this is who I am right now you know, maybe not necessarily saying you don't want to be somebody else, but this is who I am right now. Like, right. what do you think? Right, like, there's an <laughs> ebb and flow to, like, the level of how much sex I want, for sure. Right. And so, and there's this, often this, you know, expectation. You're a sex worker. You're sitting there masturbating four to five days a week on camera. Sure. For people, which, for the record, not to, this is a side convo, but the side convo is that my job is exhausting. I, you know, not everybody wants to come home and do that same thing that sure. they did all day sure, sure, at sure. home after the work day, right? But that's, that usually doesn't, it usually actually rubs me out. Like, luckily, I don't have a refractory period. So, like, I'm usually <laughs> still, like, that's helpful for me. Like, it's, right. but once in a while, it's not, right? So, right, like, that's right. the honesty of that. But as far as, you know, the expectation of, oh, here's the sex worker. Right. She has to be a freak. She has to want to fuck all the time. Luckily, my partner absolutely understands that that is sometimes the antithesis of it. You know, like right, right, there's right. there's some days where I absolutely I don't feel well. I don't sure. I don't feel sexy, which is a big piece for me. I'm mental. It, it, mental is everything for me. So if I'm mentally Truth. sexy and physically sexy, we're getting it, fucking on. But <laughs> you know, I find that you have to have a partner that understands. Wherever you, whatever your job is, wherever you're at, that sure. there is an ebb and flow. And just because, you know, last Sunday I interrupted your work to get pounded against the fucking table with my head bashed into the <laughs> wall while you're spanking my ass and calling me a slut doesn't mean that this Tuesday after tacos I want that, right? And sure. so, like, you need to be with somebody that's understanding of, like, that piece of it, too. Like, things are ever-changing, just because I really like this specific act doesn't right. mean I really like it always. Right. Doesn't mean I want it always. Yeah. You know, there has to be that open level of communication. I've lucked mm. out in that way where I can be super, super honest and just be like, nope, I'm not feeling this about myself and totally. therefore no booty tonight. And, you yeah. know, my partner's like, no worries like that's not even well, you didn't have to even explain yourself but at the same time I'm like no we're going to keep that honest communication absolutely. because there's nothing sexier to me than being super fucking honest you yeah know? well and it opens you up for opportunity of like other exploration sometimes like True. you know in other forms of intimacy even you know like Maybe let's go for a walk, you know? Mm. Maybe we just need to, like, connect, you know? Yeah, like, I, like, I love going on walks with my partner, mm-hmm. especially because, like, we both work from home. We can easily find ourselves cooped up in the house, not even realizing that, like, we haven't mm. left for the day. Right. And I'll, we'll just look at each other, like, we need fresh air. And we'll just go for a little walk and, like, hold hands. It's so sweet. It's very nice. But, yeah, I mean, I do like that. I mean, and and, you know... We have all levels of interactions with people. I'm just, like, again, always encouraged, you know, especially since we have been away for a while, like, <laughs> make your own fucking narrative and <laughs> make it, you know, with your partners, with their consent, yep. and have a good fucking time. And, like, don't be discouraged. There's a lot of people in the world. <laughs> you know, like, I, like, realize my mind almost explodes sometimes thinking the evolution of the internet in my lifetime about how easy it's to be connected to I so know. many people now. We used like, to have I, to meet people in person. I remember thinking, what, like, I We I, used to know people right, in person before right. we added them online. I know. Or even oh if that God. was a thing. Like, we just knew people in person now. Absolutely. I, I absolutely don't know you in person, typically first. It's so... It's rare. Yeah, I know. No, and, and it is a very strange and interesting... I even think with, like, the dating apps and stuff. Like, you know, you meet, like, this, like, data transfer of information <laughs> before, like, an it's actual true. person. And, like, that's, you know... I, I'm kind of neutral on, on some level. I think most of these things are what you make of it. But, like, you know, people have to be careful and safe and smart always, you know, like... But, like, fuck, it boggles the mind, you know, like... 
you could meet like I have an aunt like like in her sixties and she met somebody from another country on AOL and they've been married for a fuck ass long time now. <laughs> like in an AOL chat room. Uh-huh. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. <laughs> in like her in like her fifties or something. Like and like that's fucking beautiful. Sorry, I was just doing exactly. the AOL dial di- Remember when you could <laughs> sing to I it? I do. Oh, shit. All right. Well, on that note, like, uh, I just want to, like, you know, thank everybody who's been participating in the ever-growing New Career Order um, organization. Um, you know, thank you for your help and your involvement and your your traffic. And um, <laughs> that sounds creepy. I know. Your I meant, online traffic. No, no, maybe not traffic. Stream streaming and listening and and uh, tell reaching your friends. Out. Tell your friends. Um, oh, and an announcement. Yeah. I'm going to have a radio show. Oh, shit. A live, yes. live yeah. Yeah. radio, which is always fun because, mm. you know, our wonderful producer B edits mm. out all the bullshit. Thank you, B. Although I feel like B is pretty fair and leaves a lot of the bullshit. <laughs> but still, live and in in live and in person not really yeah. but well not in person, <laughs> not in person. <laughs> you gotta pay for that shit <laughs> yeah I'll be live once a once a week I think right um yeah I think I think that is that is the plan and we'll get you the information um it's, but it's um, new, like new queer it's new queer order radio um you know uh google us online or whatever search engine you use like actually find us in linux and then like oh tell my me about god it. I'm such a nerd I love it <laughs> um but yeah a lot you know and you know please tune in and listen to the mental health check-in podcast uh train us on the lived experience uh Kate's Bunker um, and upcoming content. Um, uh, listen to uh, Roger Branzino. Um, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and Blake Morrison Poetry. Mm-hmm. Check it out on SoundCloud. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to pimp us out big time. Yeah, I see that. <laughs> but, like, um, you know, check out newqueerorder.com, see what we're about. And um, our Patreon is New Queer Order. Um, <laughs> I think I did good. What are you pimping this week? Uh, nothing. Nothing. Fuck everybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my Twitter is Felicia Rose, and my other Twitter where you can see my nipples is Felicia Rose Raw. <laughs> and my Instagram is People's Tramp. And you know this already, because this is how you got to this podcast, so... Okay. Absolutely. And that's it, right? That's all that's we got? That's it. I think that's how we got it. Just good. sign up to my OnlyFans. It's Felicia Rose. Yeah. Thank and you. if you're interested in pimping out your queer podcast or queer art or any of the above, email us at new, nqo at newqueerorder.com. And my birthday's December 1st, so feel free to get me something off my Amazon Do you have wish a, list. Uh, what's your Amazon wish list name? Uh, the link is in my link tree, which is um, bio on bio on everything. I still don't know what that is, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and please follow everybody that I mentioned earlier, and subscribe, and all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Peace out. <laughs>